Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Rosecast. The number one Bachelorette recap podcast hosted by Mel and Rachel Best Friend Duo. What what was this? Episode four? That sounds right. Yeah. Four. Who knows? Waiting for a bad episode. I think no, it's yeah, I think it's a good coming. season. I think it's a really good season. Did you watch the preview? Go ahead and say no. No. Great pre- the preview looks great. The preview <laughs> looks great. They're going to Minnesota. Are you kidding me? I feel like I knew that. I didn't know that. But I forgot I thought it was a headline of yours. I don't know where I learned that, but I knew that, no. but I totally forgot. It. I so never it did catch that. me off guard. And if I did, I forgot. I don't I don't Same remember here. that at all. <laughs> did you do any research? Is she are they going back because like school starting? Is that why I haven't done any research? I should. I'll get back to you next week. OK. I'll get back oh, to homework, you. I right off the bat. Done. Homework. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Assign, assignments. All right. Anything else before we get going? I'm excited for that. No, this was uh, this was just your standard episode. It was a standard. It was episode. good. It was just good. It was just it was good. just good. <laughs> the and funny. This this is the funniest season. This today. is a funny season. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> I find myself constantly laughing. The thing about going to Minnesota, AB, it ain't no bubble there. This is officially the first traveling. We're stepping out. We're stepping out. Sleepy Brown, Big Gip. That's a nobody. That's a reference. I don't know. Nobody. That, uh, I have no you clue what you're talking about. You would remember that song. Look it up. <laughs> For my old heads up there. <laughs> I'm saying it's the first real traveling. This is real traveling. They're doing dates in different places now. I wonder if they're going to be going other places, too. Like once you're do- once you're doing it, you might as well do it. Don't those of us that saw the preview understand it. what's going to happen here. Well, just tell me if they go other places. I don't need the. Yeah, that's they, not a spoiler. I assume me. they go other places. Yeah. OK, good. Oh, go. Wow. Other, you mean leave Minnesota? Yeah, I can't confirm that. OK, but they leave. You know, they're not locked in a room. They're around the public. I don't know about the public. OK, <laughs> but they're on rooftops <laughs> and shit. All right. Okay, I'm okay. telling you, there's, very, Closed there's off very, rooftops. If now that I'm saying it out loud, it very well may be. A They're bubble. all in one hotel. <laughs> Are they in a bubble? It should be a disaster. <laughs> all right, let's do the episode. Okay. Caitlin's with Michelle. Michelle's with Caitlin, I suppose, would be a better way to phrase mm-hmm. that. One of her biggest fears is starting to trust somebody only to find they're not 
who they are. I don't know. Something along those lines. I'm just a standard user. lead Cookie fear. cutter fear. <laughs> cutter fear. <laughs> the day card. Tasha announces there's two one-on-ones in a group date this week. Rick wants to show Michelle a different side of her, more in depth. And he's saying this while his hair is completely unstyled, uncoiffed. <laughs> Regular Rick, watch out. <laughs> regular, regular Rick is someone to watch out for. If you can just be like, roll out of bed, do your confessional, that's right reason stuff. It's not about how you look. The day card is Martin. Wow. Zooming up the charts. Wow. Can't believe it. Something I didn't know is that Martin and Jamie were best pals. So Olu doesn't trust him. A storyline I'm all in on immediately. <laughs> <laughs> We're still got a little Jamie. We'll get to acolyte. more on Olu, but I fuck with Olu and I'll I'll ride with him till the end of the time. So if he tells me something, I'm going to believe it. <laughs> He's with somebody you want to be on your side. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Anything else on that? The one on one date? No. Up? Throws a cut off and rides. <laughs> That's all. I don't know if it's changed. <laughs> they usually go back and change. I don't think Martin did. I think he just. It's on his best flannel yep. cutoff. <laughs> the one on one day, daytime. So they set up this Jamie connection beautifully because Michelle even said. I had it. forgot about it till the end when they did, or when, uh, not the end of the, but the end of this date, I had forgotten about all of it. It kind of just was a throwaway comment to me almost. Not me. I was, I was, you were catching your eyes, breaking my chops. <laughs> <laughs> we could have forgotten about it. If a certain someone just let it be, yeah, <laughs> bring it up. Yeah. Racetrack race cars. They're at the BMW performance center. It's a new BMW with 505 horsepower. Just visit your local BMW dealer. Zero down. No money down, no interest. <laughs> Six months. This was a commercial for a bit. This, they had the logo. Of course it was. There's never been a bigger logo on an episode of The Bachelor than when the BMW logo <laughs> filled up the screen. <laughs> what did you make of their chemistry here, AB? He grabs her for a kiss right off the bat. I'm always paying attention to when the kisses take place and early, you know, the you know, the chemistry when they first see each other. I think you can gather a lot from. There's a reason legs wrap a lot. Yeah. The kiss you don't see often and is a good sign for him. You, I take it by how you're saying this. It's, you didn't it's, think it was? It seemed it was to me too like, much for him, from him. It seemed to me like they were just off. And this is why I noted she didn't want chemistry the kiss. He wanted the kiss. It's not like that. It was like, she's like, hey, what's up? We're going to fuck around with some cars. This is going to be tight. And he's like, <laughs> he's yeah, first things come first, here, baby. <laughs> yeah. It was like, <laughs> give her okay, a I, I don't I'm know if you. that was, I'm I don't know if they were you. on the same wavelength right there. Yeah. Anyway, this is not Martin's first time drifting. I, we, I knew that before he said so. And it was confirmed by his statements. This man in looks like he's out fresh out of Fast 9 or some shit, whatever. She even says like, hey, you've done this before? And he's like, well, yeah, but this shit's all this you know, bullshit. by the book. This, you know, There's no NOS manual. Button. Real stuff. We we're come on. It's I manuals. guess I can try. This is automatic bullshit. Mazda Martin. He might have been too good of a drifter. Martin to work. is a good name. <laughs> Martin Miata. Uh, they race. Michelle wins. I thought they were too close to each other for my taste while they yeah, were it was racing. Dangerous. Well, and especially no helmets. No helmets. No anything. Too high. They're too too high speed of uh, racing to be that close, in my opinion. They probably offered Martin a helmet. He was like, "Never worn a helmet doing this. I'm not going to start now." <laughs> 
They race. Michelle wins. Because Martin let her. Martin is a... Martin's never lost. Undefeated. Come on. <laughs> Come on, Martin. Are you kidding me? Naturally, they share a post-race hot tub soak on the, <laughs> on the track. <laughs> the track is 120 degrees She goes, you want to go heat up or something like that? Yeah, it's, it's already hot as shit down I'm here. sweating. <laughs> My skin is my arms because I'm not wearing any sleeves stuck to the leather of the seat. I'm, <laughs> let's go in the hot tub. Let's go in the hot tub. Uh, just a hilarious conversation in the hot tub. Yeah. Loved it. Immediately. Martin's like, man, yesterday, how are you feeling? Well, you know, I had a connection sometimes dissipates. You think you trust somebody? And then Martin's like, you know, Jamie. Well, devil's advocate. <laughs> it was a devil's advocate. <laughs> he brings up Jamie Michelle's face. It's like the Kanye gif when he realizes the camera yeah. time. He's like, on a dime, it frowns. <laughs> I think he said Jamie's a good guy. Or he he's misunderstood. Good yeah, you know, he's misunderstood. He's just, he is. I still think Jamie is a good man. What a take out of nowhere for no reason. Listen, whether that's true or not, poor tactical move to. There, talking, there's nothing to be gained from defending the guy she well, sent home. <laughs> you're talking to the person that made the conscious decision that she no longer trusts him as a man. So you're basically like, saying she made the wrong choice. I think he's trustworthy. That's just my opinion. We could leave it at that <laughs> if you want. <laughs> she basically said, Well, I talked to him and you weren't in the room. So, and Martin goes, But. Well, <laughs> but. <laughs> I thought this was bold strategy cotton written all over it. I can't believe strategy. This This was a huge red flag for me, obviously. (laughs) And I'm sure it was for Michelle. This type of unforced error almost always results in a send home. It was just completely unnecessary to do if you're Martin. Why were you? You were having a good day. Why even bring up the guy who ruined the last couple nights? You got to defend your your boy. <laughs> Sometimes you got to defend your boy. You can't let his reputation go down the drain. <laughs> Nighttime portion. Right off the bat, uh, Michelle asks him about that Jamie talk. And then he says, uh, Martin's like, well, I'm, I didn't mean to be condescending. You know, it was quite a. He spun it. It was a solid spin job into. Mm-hmm. I'm not good at communicating. Yeah. That's because my dad wasn't good at communicating. A mo- tough time expressing emotions. Now uh-huh. we're on a whole different. We're on. Uh, we're <laughs> so we're pa- somewhere else. We now. forgot where we even started. He went to, uh, topsy turvy that situation <laughs> on her. Yeah. <laughs> By the end of it, Michelle's for- completely forgotten what the start of it, which was of it was, which was uh, him bringing up Jamie. It is now on to feeling sorry for him because he can't express himself emotionally because of his past family life. What a move. There were a couple things that confused me about this conversation. Mm. Number one, they were talking quietly and there were cars whizzing in the background. So it was, it was almost difficult for the viewer to hear. Maybe that's just me. <laughs> the other thing is, I have no clue what they were talking about. After a while, I completely lost track of what they were saying, especially after the in the second portion of the segment. You know, now that you say that, I don't know what they were talking about either <laughs> i don't know i tried to write down what they were saying Did it, is there something sad about this or is this just that his dad <laughs> doesn't like, express emotions and he's i don't know i don't know if i should what's going on <laughs> martin was talking about setting an example i don't recall if that was for a sibling that's for other guys family. in the house or oh I think, the future i think that's a future family comment there michelle mentioned at one point 
she's she became more open in college and then she'd go home and her mom would notice the difference so they're mm-hmm. both ex- working on expressing themselves i think so all right that's how i got yeah that's it that's all it was <laughs> back at the house date card wow Will Chris S. Casey. I'm just reading my notes here and Chris I'm still G. stunned by the name that got that didn't isn't Casey, on the group date. <laughs> Chris G. I feel a little validated in this in this date and how you it should. went because I saw at the end of this date this what I saw in night one AB. <laughs> Will Chris S. Casey, Chris G, Leroy, Rodney, Illumide, Brandon, Clayton, Joe, Romeo, and Nate. Who has never been so shocked. No one's ever been as shocked as Nate was when his last name was called. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely stunned. Listen, I wrote here, dead man walking for Rick. I (laughs) I have some jokes in here about Rick that I regret later, but I'm still going to fire him off. Fire him off. You have to fire him off. (laughs) I'm still going to fire him off. Dead man walking is what I wrote here. I thought (laughs) I wrote here. This is the first situation. We got someone that might go home on a one-on-one. I haven't thought that yet. Just present these as if the... It's As a, if it went down the way you expected it to go. This is in chronological down. order. Is our episodes, <laughs> Michelle? Would you mind taking one of the top two on a one-on-one date, please? It's been well, four episodes. One of the top two needs to. I go. I was going to bring this up at the end, but I think we found out why she didn't take any real competition out on dates yet, and it's because she knew she oh. was going home. You don't want to take. You don't want to take Rick out in Minnesota. You want to take joe who you want or you want to take nate who you want to move there you know i'm taking rodney and here instead of rodney in minnesota and nate here i'm not taking the best people early because i know i have minnesota dates coming up i'll save my Mm -hmm. favorite people the people that are ahead of everyone else for those dates and that's what she did why would i take joe joe has another day mountains when we can go play basketball on you know on home timberwolves court or something Exactly. I'm going to be pre-producing the show. <laughs> anyway, Nate feels like he feels confident a one-on-one's he coming anyway. He's stressing this. Why would he? <laughs> In his mind, he's thinking what you just said. She's saving us for the big time. She told me that we're going to Minnesota. I'm <laughs> yeah, sure I'm getting a <laughs> date there. It's it. really no big deal. <laughs> and Chris S. feels this was cocky. He feels like he's got everything in the bag. Well, of course it and shook Chris should. S because he doesn't have the same confidence that he's ever going to get a one-on-one. So obviously that would upset him. <laughs> uh, back on the date. I mean, we've got like three bullet points here. <laughs> Surrendering to emotions. I only have two. He opened up to her. She says, and Kiss. he's not going to stop opening up. She offers him the rose. I did not see that coming after the daytime portion. I would have bet my life that he was going home. <laughs> <laughs> and then they go to a planetarium. Yeah, that was sick. awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> I would love to be wherever they were. La La Land type stuff. Crazy. When I look up in the sky, I'm going to be thinking of Martin. Okay. The sky is always there, AB. The sky is always. Do you think she? Me- I think there. she just meant on this date, like this. this... No, well, she was just playing. I mean, it was yeah. it was confessional, Michelle. She yeah. she didn't mean what she was saying. <laughs> Think she's looking up in the sky still and thinking of Martin. Oh, Martin. <laughs> Ryan's belt. The guy she sent home in eighth place. Martin. You know, spoilers, AP. <laughs> That's just a guess. If you want me to go down when I think people will go out, I can, can do, do that, that for you at any we point. <laughs> just let me know. <laughs> I'll give you a give you a number. 
So anyway, Martin against all odds. You got it. Yeah. Date Rose. Keep an eye on Martin. Yeah, you're right. You're right. The house preparing for a group date. Nate shows up with some slippers and pajamas. Just wanted to note here that Leroy got just a breathtaking set of black silk pajamas with cool flower print. <laughs> Very he, was going, cool. he was wearing them. He was going on about them. And I couldn't. It took me a minute to realize that what he was wearing was part for was the, the date pajamas? and not what he was yeah. just wearing. <laughs> I think I he, like, called cool Le- they were. he called himself Bruno Mars. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you could tell. I was looking way too much into these pajamas, but some people got like pajamas that stood out a little bit and others just got nondescript pajamas. If you got the Joke nondescripts, pajamas. head out. Background. Your background. Like if you get a onesie. Hey, that's that's something. At least that's something. What are the nondescript ones then? I can't even explain them. It's just normal pajamas, yeah. like pants and a top, no, nothing and fancy. A cheap flannel, fake yeah, flannel, flannel or something. The group date daytime. It was a slumber party at the party room in the PlayStation. <laughs> this is the date that would do me in a B. Pizza, M and M's. <laughs> that's all i need i would be able to contain myself i would have so much pizza and m&m unlimited this is unlimited an unlimited pizza. food and uh drink situation here too <laughs> that you eat the pizza they'll bring the more pizza pop you can handle as much pop as you could possibly want this was a good date got foot baths face masks cucumbers games twister all fun and games only problem, no one's talking to Michelle. The boys are absolutely <laughs> chilling and relaxing after a stressful <laughs> couple weeks. It's This is us time now, is what they thought. Olu set up a, a abs of steel challenge. <laughs> this is very weird. And for some reason, unexplained, goes, Michelle, you don't have to participate. You're good. Why not? I mean, they're Olu, all just you... punching you. Oh, yeah, they're punching him. That's what I'm saying. I think they all punched each other, and he was. Okay. I think we didn't see all of it. Well, so in that they case, went, yeah, maybe they punch Michelle. It probably in the took stomach. an hour of abs of steel challenge. Yeah, I think he was just <laughs> saying no one's going to punch you, Michelle. But yeah, he should have had Michelle punch him. Don't set up a game for everybody that excludes the lead. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty simple, Lou. I know you want to get your shirt off as soon as possible. You're say, but... Let's do an abs of steel challenge. That's the weirdest <laughs> request. Everybody's like, yeah, all right. Yeah, we're in. Sure. Classic summer party stuff with the fellas. Uh, this is when I realized Olu was not someone to play with because he takes a fucking punch from corporate Kane. <laughs> <laughs> Bah! Right in the abs and doesn't move him an inch from the biggest man alive. Corporate game. My goodness. Olu, Bobby Lashley, Olu. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't thought about corporate Kane in a corporate long Kane, time. That's that a good one. Hit him that right in the gut. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> At the time, all right, they're not paying attention. They're not Michelle. paying attention. It's I thought. Okay. I thought. Okay, it's cool. It's fine. It's, it's a, early. I I blamed it on the setup a little bit at the time. I said this is a weird setup. They're all just standing around in one room. No direction. No direction. Yeah. No music. And you gotta have music. That there's would... games everywhere, and the, no private side spaces to sit and talk. Mm-hmm. There's nowhere to pull, mm-hmm. Michelle. So they're just trying to give us good B-roll. That's what excuses. I thought. These are, these are excuses for me and you. 
Yeah. And I, I kind of still kind of stand by him at this point. I'm like, yeah, you know, I can see how this would happen here. But as it went on, those excuses kind of were, you know, it's like, all right, guys, yeah, at yeah. some point, at some point, there was six hours. They not only played one game, they did the abs of steel and exclude. No, you can't play this game. You can't Michelle. play abs of steel. They Big then did duck, duck, <laughs> they played duck, duck, goose. And one person's like, hey, should we go get Michelle and ask her if she wants to play? And they're like, nah, we're good. We're good. <laughs> we're good. They played she can play two she wants. separate games without the lead. <laughs> The second one is a little tough. That's uh, everybody can play that. Imagine Michelle coming back and they're playing Duck Duck Goose, and it's like, what the fuck? Why what did someone come get me? <laughs> Why did someone come get me? What's going on in here? All the guys are sitting around in a circle. Going to get her on its own is a stolen moment. Yeah, you get it's moments. Kind of these guys don't understand these. Hey. These doofuses don't understand what this is about. It's about stealing moments. Another factor, I think, playing into her being bummed about this, I think her favorites are on this date. Yeah, I agree. So Joe, she came into this, Joe Nate, and Nate. Are you she kidding felt me? comfortable leaving them out of one-on-ones because she knew, she assumed she'd they'd be time. stealing moments on this yeah, group date. Absolutely. Anyway, the ultimate teddy bear takedown featuring the Bella Twins. Actual pro wrestlers on the show. And all we talk about is comparing these people to pro wrestlers. Big time pro wrestlers. These are big. These are oh, big yeah. stars. Winners go to the after party. Losing team heads home. Maybe. I'll believe that when I see it. <laughs> Before it starts, there's a little time on the couch with Michelle, Caitlin, and Tasha, and they're like, Michelle, you look like you're about to cry. Is everything okay? And she's like, no, this is awful. I'm having an awful time. <laughs> she sits down, and they instantly can tell something's wrong. She had spent hours with these dumbasses, <laughs> and not one of them could realize something was wrong with her. <laughs> they the hosts don't make a huge difference on the final product they're barely on screen but there yeah. are a few times each season where it's like oh well this is way better to have the lead have access to former leads like this on occasion because they could be like hey agreed date's going pretty shitty isn't it yeah, yeah. <laughs> so far <laughs> teddy bear takedown just want to run down a couple of the matchups first up was clayton versus ricochet <laughs> <laughs> Okay, the wrestling jokes are landing. <laughs> they really are. Not for most of our audience, no, but for the few Ricochet. that are wrestling fans, they're all landing. We've got Undertaker versus Ricochet in a casket match, and he throws him in the casket. <laughs> Joe had great defensive skills, but Clayton, you know, overpowered right, him. Overpowering, yeah. Will unleashed hell on Nate, gave him the real business. Nate didn't know what hit him. <laughs> Brandon versus Olu, a.k.a. Swolu, who made a motion like he was going to tear now Brandon's be calling heart out. <laughs> going <laughs> forward, I will be calling him Swolu. I laughed a lot during this date. I thought it was fun and funny. Too. Everyone, the team's reactions when the winners were announced was always great. I think it was the ideal physical competition day. Everybody sweats. Everybody's enthusiastic. Everybody's competitive. It's not dangerous, though. No one cracks a vertebrae. No one's getting DDT'd into cement. No. <laughs> <laughs> this is what all the physical competition dates should just be. fun. A level of there should be padding involved. It's padding. Point. Yes. You can only hit with a pad. After the game, no one came up to Michelle. No one pulled her aside. Winning team has a, has a huge celebration. They don't involve <laughs> Michelle. And the losing team is just like, okay, we'll just go. We'll head out. Well, they just walk out the door. <laughs> they don't say anything to Michelle either. You, I, I suppose the structure of the date could have been more conducive to 
encouraging interaction. Perhaps Michelle could have been the ref or something. So yeah, maybe she could have been the ref. Or maybe usually I feel like the lead is w- milling around with the teams, not off mm-hmm. to the side. You know what I mean? You can't well, really I, steal her if she's sitting on the couch. With but the she she probably was. She probably would have done that if not if the first part didn't go so yeah. bad. I think the rest of the date was just muted from her For part. Sure. Like even when the Bella showed up, it wasn't like your usual Michelle getting everyone hyped. It was kind of just like. I wish I could be happy about this. I don't give a fuck. My this whole this whole thing is unraveling in front of me. I don't give a fuck about the Bellas. (laughs) The vibes I got after the date with Caitlin, Michelle's upset. No one's making the small moments. Yeah, they sure aren't. Caitlin was giving him kind of the benefit of the doubt. Maybe it's not intentional. Maybe they're tiptoeing around other guys' feelings. She brings up the poem she read about her growing up as a token black girl in her class. Mm-hmm. She never had relationships because she didn't feel seen, A.B., which is masterful storytelling, storyline weaving. Mm-hmm. Yep. Callbacks. Yep. So the door is open for someone to be a little Prince Charming here. Was it going to be Clayton? The next Bachelor? The, was it going to be someone who... Is this going to be when we fall in love with Clayton? Because right now it's just background noise. There's a... This could have been the opportunity to fill in that void. <laughs> the nighttime portion of the group date, just the winners, which were Clayton, Olu, Nate, Leroy, Casey, and Romeo. Michelle more or less tells him what she told Caitlin, which is good. It's the only way to go about it. Pulls Nate aside first. And while after Michelle and Nate leave, Olu starts crying, legit crying, recapping her story. Where, where do you land on all of this? All of what? Who's the other guys to blame here? Yeah. And there's more than it's not, you know, there's always more than one factor. Okay. The date wasn't set up to make that. To encourage that the guys got lost, took their eye off the ball. (laughs) They got lost in the the competitive sauce. This often happens. And maybe, you know, maybe Michelle was also having a shitty day. You know, it ain't all sunshine and roses doing this stuff. Why do you ask? I was just wondering. I, in my opinion, they blew it, but devil's advocate, devil's advocate, Martin devil's advocate, they, the date was too fun. The stuff there, I wouldn't keep my eyes on the prize either. Are you kidding me? Unlimited food. There was a room of like, it was like a pool of teddy bears that I would have jumped in and I would never left. I would have jumped right in that pool of teddy bears. There was... Foot massagers. There was everything you could possibly want. It's yeah, so we easy for them to lose. Boys with our eyes covered. <laughs> I would have had my eyes covered for two hours. <laughs> yeah, really. The date was too good. I'm sorry. It's not all their fault. I, just, I Michelle made the date too good. She should have just taken some of that stuff away. Another factor was I think maybe she just expected the most from the guys she she wanted more out of the guys she really liked. This was a group with well, all the guys Nate she really liked. Nate shouldn't have been chilling there. A couple times this show, Nate, and he's just chilling there, chilling with a teddy bear, just fucking relaxing. <laughs> yeah, Joe didn't do a thing. Joe's sitting there not. He is chilling. These guys were chilling. Obviously, they should have done more. I think they just... The date was too good. Simply too good. I can see They that. forgot. I see I'll say this about... The storyline, I think it was a total net positive because on this portion of the date, it brought out another side in all of them that maybe would not have happened if it wasn't 
you know, a storyline. Maybe they all would have just kept floating through having fun with the fellas. And it was a realistic situation, something any of them could do in the real world. Yeah, nobody was, involved was I thought nobody involved was unreasonable in their response. Yeah, this seemed like a real concern someone would have dating in the real world. You know, like this happens. I was hanging out with you and your friends and you forgot you I was any, there. Exactly. <laughs> you stopped paying attention to me because you were having too much fun. These guys were having too much fun and they forgot about their girlfriend. Exactly. That's a real situation. That happens. That happens. And <laughs> that they, happens. They needed to go through this. Yes. Michelle and Nate are first. She doesn't want to single them out. She definitely wants, she wants to single them out. She definitely. <laughs> you're supposed to be my front runner. You can't be acting like this, Nate. She's always given more in relationships. Her soulmate has to reciprocate. Mm-hmm. He's going to do better. I felt Nate felt actually terrible. I do, too. Romeo and Michelle. Says, thanks for telling us how you felt. Painful to hear. Wasn't given the attention I wanted to give you. I like Romeo. He didn't get a spoiler alert. He's he's, he's got it. Right? <laughs> it's kind of surprised by that. He kind of. Yeah, I was too. I thought hey, he might somebody, have a chance people, later. People got to fucking go home at some point. Yeah, people got to go. Olu and Michelle. Swolu. Swolu. My apologies. <laughs> what he said reminded what she said reminded him of his sisters. They grew up isolated and not feeling loved. They both start crying. Uh, I was yeah. He was emotional. This was real as it gets. Absolutely, I like Swalu. And they hug at the end. I think this changed something for her too. In with him. With him, okay. Made him a potential suitor. I didn't see that in the past. Ooh. Well, they. Even if they're, he's not a potential suitor, they're probably friends for life. They're connected. <laughs> they're yeah. friends for life now. Because the hug at the end, there was no kiss at the end. They just shared a special well, no, moment. this wasn't a kiss situation. This was just two people having experiencing something together and being on <laughs> yeah. the same wavelength. Yeah. Like I said, net positive storyline. Mm-hmm. I laughed during the day when no one was paying attention to her. And I was touched at yeah, night when all of them were... Like Gen- recognizing their mistake and yeah. being genuine. Yeah. It was they were genuinely upset that they did. I think they all realized, like, yeah, damn, I got fucking wrapped yeah, up. Yeah, fucked in up. The, we in got those wrapped teddy up. Bears. We had too good of a time. <laughs> I got wrapped up in all that food. <laughs> Michelle offers Olu the rose. Great date. Top to bottom, start to finish. Mm-hmm. Anything else on that? No. Zolu in your power rankings? We'll find out. We'll see. After the break. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Rick one-on-one date. Daytime. I said Rick comes out for his last date with Michelle. All right. 
right. Taking their relationship to new heights. Of the two one-on-one dates, which one went better, A.B.? This one went better. Therefore, you have to put him ahead of Martin on your power rings. You have to. I also know. Have you seen the show You on Netflix? No. This guy reminds me of the the guy, the main character in You. He has a who's a he stalker. Has a g- generic. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> who's a stalker? Man? This guy so reminds me of t- Joe from her up You. To the anyone, anyone that's seen You, this guy reminds me of Joe from You. Okay. Is Joe an outdoorsy type guy? He, I don't want to spoil you because you's good, Rem. You I should watch been out the, for years. You should watch the first season of you, especially. I haven't watched the third. The third one just came out. Second season isn't as good. First season is is good. I'd say it's worth watching. But basically, this guy becomes infatuated with uh, infatuated with women and tricks them into loving him. He like stalks them and finds out all this stuff about him, and then he tricks them into loving him. That's what that's what this guy reminds me of. <laughs> no disrespect. <laughs> no disrespect whatsoever. <laughs> anyway, they ride in that sky hanging thing. What are those called? Gondola. Was, uh, that's what that is. Oh, gondola. I don't know if that's the okay. proper pronunciation. Those yeah. things are awesome, and this was one of the best ones I've ever seen. It's huge. It's huge. It's huge. And they're, and they're hip to hip. The views. Baby. Kissing on the way. There was a lot of space in there, and they were close. They didn't have to be that. That close, gives you something. <laughs> that tells you something. <laughs> They're up and walking on a trail, holding hands. Peaceful. They stumble upon a wish box. Before putting your own wish in there, you have to read through all the other random ones. Apparently, every single one. That's what uh, I thought. Every so single like, damn wish in here, I got to read. Yeah, all three. That the producers put in there. The first one. Whoa, crazy. I wish to find my soulmate. What are the odds? That's the first one they pull out of there. Second one. I wish to find a love my grandparents had. That's kind of a filler, but also goes along with there are people always talking about how long their grandparents are married on this show. Mm-hmm. The last one says, I wish that my dad could see the man I've become. Just so happens. Rick's dad passed away mm-hmm. three years ago. So he acknowledges that. And Michelle says part of falling in love is having the hard conversations. They write down their wish, which is I wish to find love by having the hard conversations, which struck me as a waste of a wish because you have complete control over whether or not (laughs) that happens. You don't need a genie for that. Anyway, anything else on that portion? There's a weak wish. Uh, No, I wrote this guy is deep in love with Michelle. What makes you say he's deep in love with her? The way he looks at her, A.B.? I just, yeah, see, I think are you talking about the second part, part where they're on the log? No, right here is where I wrote this. This guy is deep in love with Michelle. I think he's in love with Michelle already. I think it's time to take Rick seriously. <laughs> I, I agree. <laughs> Nighttime date. Any thoughts on how Michelle looks at him? AB. She's all smiles. Would giddy be eye an contact? Word? Giddy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Rick brings up his family. His dad's story about how Rick found a text on his dad's phone from another woman. Mm-hmm. He told his mom his parents split a few days later just after Christmas. It's a tough situation. Rick blames himself. His dad died 10 years later. Then Rick felt his dad always blamed him because he was the whistleblower. So, yeah, fucked up with the producers to put that note. In, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> 
also kind of a it was a strange reveal because it was intensely personal, but it was not presented in a way that like, you know, there's no, there's no happy ending to it. There's no lesson learned. It's just like, this is something I'm going to have to deal with. It's really something awful that happened to me and I'm not over it. And I'll probably never will be. And it will affect me in all my relationships (laughs) going forward. Luckily, Michelle was good. Is good at this kind of stuff. Yeah. She says the wounds and scars make you who you are. Did this surprise you? Rick revealing that he's falling in love with her. What did I tell you earlier? That was in the moment. This is chronological rim. I'll take your word for it. These notes I'm giving you, I I told you, I think he's, I thought he was in love with her. Any comments on uh, soap opera Rick? (laughs) (laughs) This seemed all completely scripted when he was saying. This was a little corny, Rick. (laughs) Yeah, it was too much. It was too much. I was rolling my eyes. He looks forward to the next moment he can have with her. And the next. Yes, the that next. was too much. This was too much. And the next. It was a little. <laughs> His voice. <laughs> the fucking cadence. It was too much. Too much. She Rick. loved it, though. She loved it, though. Of course she did. Ricky Rose. Ricky Rose. <laughs> uh, during the presentation, Ricky she calls Rose. him my little red lettuce wrap, which is an off camera nickname, maybe. It's not off camera. He came in on the platter, remember, under the lettuce. Oh, yeah. No one forgets entrances quicker than me. Rick was the lettuce guy. All right. Well, an on-camera nickname. My little lettuce rap. I mean, we've never heard that. Nicknames are something. It's not nothing. Mm -hmm. Keep your eye on Rick. We'll see where he is on Rim's power ranking. Rick, three exclamation points is how I ended these notes for this portion. (laughs) Rick. Rick likes Michelle and Michelle really likes Rick. End of story. Anything about Andy Grammer? Andy Grammer's my guy. He mm. is <laughs> he's Midwest dad top 40 kid radio. friendly. He makes the <laughs> songs. Friendly. He makes the songs that go in the promo for a Pixar movie. Some That's something what I'm uplifting. Saying. Uh that family. makes you something something that can really lift your family to the next level. And <laughs> if you're looking for a song about finding yourself, getting through adversity, Generic. you find a Andy Grammer song. They're all Over- the exact overcoming. same, and they all are good. <laughs> I said here, this song was written to be in commercials. Yeah. For car commercials. This was for, you know, just your classic <laughs> Pixar movie about a, a person finding themselves. <laughs> You think they play more than one song at these personal con- concerts? That's what I was thinking when I saw Andy Grammer, because no. I'd be asking for additional songs. No, once they get 30 seconds and a kiss while dancing, they go, cut, we got it. And then it's just <laughs> milling about and hanging. Okay. everyone is hanging around. Yeah, That's unfortunate. I would like a full solo concert. I'm not saying that. That's not based on any fact. Uh, of course it's my- not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cocktail party, Chris S., Woke up and chose violence, as the kids say, B. <laughs> he starts off by addressing the group in front of Michelle. Pre-toast. These pre-toast. Guys, pre-toast. She's like, all right, I'm here. This is when I give a toast. He's like, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. He says, Michelle, you should give more time to the underdogs who aren't acting like they have it in the bag. Like me. <laughs> I would like more time. <laughs> Miss Young says, I appreciate you for speaking up, Chris. This was big time, like Apple Polisher, mm-hmm. who kind of is annoying. 
Nobody's gotten into the bag. She says not even close. And they cut to Nate and linger on Nate for a long time. <laughs> the guy who definitely has it in the bag. <laughs> well, the guy, he's definitely getting a one on one. I mean, maybe it was a semi cocky thing to say after the group date, but it's also true. Like if, Very if true. Nate doesn't get a one on one, that'll be the biggest upset of all time. Something big would have to happen to negatively impact Nate in her eyes. You'd have to suffer an injury. Or like something comes out that he has a girlfriend or something. It would have to be something on that level for Nate not to get a one-on-one. And Joe. And it has to be soon. Very soon. The next, you know, 36, 72 hours. (laughs) The Chris and Michelle one-on-one time. Who was the guy that had taken notes? Forgot his name. I got it. Ryan. Well, Chris S. has been taking notes. He has notes in his room. There's no doubt in my mind. This guy's been <laughs> taking notes as they go along. He saw he... things going the way they were going. They weren't going favorably for him. <laughs> so he used his notes off of past seasons on what he needs to do to get a Not... storyline for one. I'm saying he's taking notes of what she's been saying throughout the season oh. that he's bringing back. He's like, hey, remember when you mentioned this and this and this? <laughs> well, I would like to tell you that I remember when you said that and also make sure I don't do that. This seemed to me like someone that was, you know, he felt like he was under the radar. Nothing was going to change. So he had to do a big move. Whether it would work or not, he would get a storyline out of it and get a chance at paradise. The whole Chris. Everything. Yeah, I agree. I think he, I just think he felt like he was about to get sent home without having any moments. On the show, this got him another week. It bought him another week, and it bought him focus. But even if it didn't, it would have given him like thirty minutes of airtime. Exactly, was he was the focus. Chris tells Michelle what Nate said after he didn't get the one-on-one date. This is one of those things that sounds way worse than it was. Yeah, yeah. When you bring it up to the lead, (laughs) it sounds terrible. But when it happened in the moment, I didn't think anything of it because it wasn't anything. Michelle was upset when she heard this, but also still doesn't really seem to care that much about Chris. (laughs) So the conversation's kind of over. Did you notice Chris kind of going for a kiss? Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. She doesn't care about it. She doesn't care. (laughs) She doesn't care. And then Nate and Michelle talk. uh, Not a ton here. She tells him what Chris said about being in the bag. Especially after the show's over, you can't have that attitude. She might not have been pleased to hear what Chris said, but yeah. this can be forgiven, Nate, if you handle this appropriately. So yeah. that's what I was interested to see how Nate responds to this. What do you got on Chris and Nate's chat? Uh, he comes in and pulls Chris aside. Chris immediately starts backpedaling. You know, whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't. I, I, she me, asked no, me. Me? No. I, this, uh, she was asking questions. I was just answering questions. Nothing to do. That's I didn't bring up anything. <laughs> okay, well, where did do? Where, why did she ask you about me then? He's lying. I don't remember. He said she was probing and probing. I don't remember probing, probing but if she no. did probe, it was because of what his speech was. You, that was you, the only reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was trying to get out of it by acting like she brought up Nate. At one point, Chris even says, you worry about you, I'll worry about me. And he just literally did the opposite thing in his one-on-one. <laughs> the crosstalk made me miss Pizza Peter and Will going at it. The two crosstalk kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This was unproductive. Yeah, nothing was coming. And then Chris had tried to act like Nate was going to 
punch him. I was hoping he probably wanted to go back to the group with a neck brace or something to be like, you'll never <laughs> believe what mate. <laughs> but they need someone for a two on one, like you said. So he was probably he was happy to sign up for this, you know, little two episode run. Who's it going to be with, though? It's not yeah, going to be know. with Nate. Nate's not going on a two on one. Well, that was the other thing. There, there was never this was fine, but there was never a possibility that Nate was ever going home. So what wasn't what was the drama in the rose ceremony? Really? I mean, all the guys hated it and they confronted him and they're like, why the fuck did you do this? And then Chris didn't have an answer. And that was just the end of it. There were a couple non-Chris related interactions. Joe and Michelle. Last time they spoke, she said she wanted snacks, apparently. I guess. Were these M&Ms? These were peanut M&Ms, peanut butter M&Ms, and regular M&Ms. And she says, I've never had these. I didn't know. I don't know Is what's that going on here. that those were the flavors? You think I don't know my M&M's rim? I I know that also, but in my house, I constantly have a platter of all different types of M&M's. I can spot an M&M from a mile away. Different flavors, different shapes. They all come in different shapes, slightly different different shapes. shapes. Even the peanut butter and the the regulars, different shapes. These are peanut butter. These are peanut. Mm -hmm. 100% those were peanut that she said that she'd never had. Absolutely. She said she'd never had a peanut M&M. And then there were regular ones to the side. So you're saying she said specifically, I've never had a peanut. Well, that's what she grabbed after she said it was the peanut ones. She's never thought maybe there were crispy M&Ms. He got crispy. She grabbed the peanut ones. It certainly those could have been caramel, maybe or the crispy ones instead of the regulars. But that's not what she grabbed. I'm not sure crispies exist anymore. That's my point. There's what else would you have never had before, Michelle? She grabbed the peanut ones. Okay. This deserved more attention than it was given. You can't say I've never had M&M's <laughs> this before me in my tracks. Let that slide by. <laughs> this absolutely stopped me in my tracks, and I thought it was a red flag for Joe. What do you mean? They're sitting on the floor. It was a good casual way to introduce the, hey, sorry about not being, you weren't feeling seen. He brought a blanket. They brought, it was cute. This guy is, he is creeping Lurking. closer to boring Greg territory for me. This guy puts me to he's sleep. definitely he puts me to sleep. Hooping Greg. No doubt. He's not there yet for me. You need a couple more episodes of doing this. But he's he's getting close. Rodney and Michelle. Uh, Rodney, I think he said something about I owe you more myself. I think Michelle is really good at making these conversations be kind of two way. It's not just sitting there and going like, OK, impress me or tell mm-hmm. me what you think I want to hear. It's constructive feedback for everybody. It's Agreed. it's it's teacher conferences. Michelle like, gives hey, him some you criticism can work on this a little <laughs> yeah, bit. <laughs> that's exactly what you did with Rodney. Yeah. <laughs> and then a funny moment with Chris and Olu, and Olu's like, "Hey, do you think you're getting a rose?" And Chris turns that into, "Why don't you think I'm getting a rose?" It's like, "Are you just asking you like small talk <laughs> stuff?" Is, I'm just sitting here. And we got nothing in common. I'm just talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just killing time. <laughs> Anything else on this cocktail party? Uh, Brandon and Michelle had a little moment there. They can't keep their hands off each other, too. I just don't want to leave Brandon out of this. No, yeah, we'll keep, yeah. Keep an eye on Brandon. Rose ceremony. Day roses went to Martin, Olu, and Rick. These roses go to Brandon, Leroy, Joe, Rodney, Clayton, Casey, Nate, and Chris S. That was a statement rose for Nate from Michelle. Oh, just a little she's warning shot. A message. Yeah, she's sending a message to him. It's a little warning. I think it's more likely that 
they wanted to give Chris and Nate the last two in some mm, form yeah, to make probably. it seem like who's going home, who's no one I think in their right mind thought Nate was going home tonight, though. No. It's and not that's even, why the drama wasn't it's top not believable. Tier. <laughs> Can you the imagine drama definitely was not top tier? No. That would have been the most shocking moment in Bachelorette Bachelor history. If, if Nate, Nate didn't, didn't get, get a rose, rose here. That would have been did. so shocking. No roses for Will Romeo and you, Poetry Chris and someone else, maybe? Or maybe just those bad, three. You feel bad for old uh, Will. His, the pizza buddy's gone. All your pizzazz is gone. There's really no reason to keep you anymore. That's the only... <laughs> there was no reason to send him home besides that the whole pizza thing is over. Speculation that he only won that Top Gun date because Clayton couldn't fit into the jacket. <laughs> That's the only reason. Or the car. Either. Or the car, yeah. <laughs> Nate's going to be fine, AB. Just got to stay... Don't stay above it. I'm a little worried about Nate because he see he handled it okay, but he also handled it like I'm too cool for these conversations. Almost like he did. He wasn't. He does all have a little too cool sorry. for school about. <laughs> he him. wasn't that sorry to Michelle. <laughs> he might be a little too. But cool. like you said, how big a deal is it that he is confident he's getting a one on one? Not just that though, but earlier when she was talking about them not uh, talking to her not showing her attention, he also almost seemed a little too cool for that conversation as well. Nate's <laughs> okay. just a little too cool right now. <laughs> That's an interesting point. He might be too... His coolness Is might he do too him cool? in. He might be too <laughs> cool for this. It's too cool. Anyway, they are going to Minneapolis, so that'll be exciting. Anything that'll else be- on the episode before we do power rankings in a loaded, bursting at the seams mailbag? Wow. Uh, no. Good episode. I thought so, too. Would you like to do your power rankings first? Sure. Last week, as a refresher, you had Joe, then Nate, two blanks, and Martin as a wild card. I'm going to mix it up a bit. Number four, Olu. Okay. Big episode for him. You got anything to say about Olu? Big episode for him. You seem like you're, it's you're not, questioning I mean, that it's, pick. It's not a shocking pick. Okay. It's not a... Uh, Two things came out. It's not episode. crazy. That's Number not crazy. one, he's in touch with his feelings. <laughs> and he's called Swolu because he has a rippling body that she saw. Two extremely positive things. Olu could be a top four guy or he could go home at, at next episode. He could go I home would not next be shocked episode. if he went home next episode. Absolutely. But I got him at number four. Three... Blank space, two Nate, one Joe. Wow. Right, so you're not, you're not Rodney. WC Rodney. <laughs> I will note that. Please note the WC. So Martin was WC last week. Went Martin's on a, out. He's yeah, the whole that date was so devil's bad advocate that. guy is not something you want to be. She's never going to get over that. Like, okay, this guy, we're going to be something terrible is going to happen to me. And then he's going to be the devil's advocate guy. Like, well, let me hear both sides of it first. So <laughs> you think he got the rose because you can't send him home after going into, you know, traumatic home life stuff. You can't be like, yeah. that's all well. I don't think good, he's going to but- win. I don't yeah. I don't think no, he's got no, a chance no, anymore. No. That really stuck out to me. And I'm sure it will for her. Mine after week four, uh number four is Brandon. Hmm. Number three is Rick. AB is being stubborn about Rick, in my opinion. 
Put him in there. Put him in there. I was mean to Rick this episode. I feel bad about it. I really do. He said he's falling in love with her. That's kind of an undeniable. And then he got a rose. So seems like top four behavior to me. <laughs> but no, not good enough. Okay, then let me th- ask you this. Is Rick going to get a hometown? Gun to your head. Yes. Wow. You'll say yeah. You'd say yes. I put, a, I put was? a gun to your head. Yeah, I and feel I say, the cold steel. Yeah. Rim. I know spoilers. Is Rick getting to hometown? <laughs> Irrelevant if you know or not. The gun's to my head. Yeah, but I'm going to pull the trigger if you're wrong. That's true. Because <laughs> I know the answer. Yeah, I think, you'll, I think you'll so. You'll say he gets a hometown. I think so. Okay, think wow. So. Wow. Well, you're, you're not even filling out four names on your power ranking, so you don't even, you're not even willing to say four people are getting hometowns. Somebody's got to. It's not just Nate and if Joe. If I were to say who's going to get a hometown right now, this is I'm, not my power ranking. Do not put these guys on my list, okay? okay. <laughs> this is not my power rankings. This is insane. I would say just Rodney. four people. I'd say Rodney's going to be number four. He'll have a hilarious hometown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then I'd say Brandon in my top two. Okay, so the only difference is I have Rick and you have Rodney. Yeah. That's not that crazy. But put the, the two gun, put the gun down. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Number four, Brandon. Number three, Rick. So number... Martin fell out of years too. Martin was never in mine. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah. But he didn't, I don't think he gained. I mean, he at a best, Martin went on a one on one, and at best, he is treading stayed water. Treading water. Yeah, yeah, he stayed the same. That's mm-hmm. how. Yeah. Not great that one on one was. And like I said, I don't feel I'm not sure they have the kind of chemistry that yeah. Nate, Joe, Rick, Brandon, Rodney have. I wonder when the bachelors are going to do anything. Yeah. Well, do you, want the, do you want to hear my top four to AB? <laughs> yeah. you hear my top two. There's a, there's a movement. Who's moving? OK. It's Joe number one and Nate. Number You've two. switched it. Nate is Nate getting, had a bad episode. Too cool. Nate had a bad episode. He was a little too cool. They're going to be coming for him, and Joe is the steady, comforting background guy for and a while. Also, even though we agree that this drama is ridiculous, that is directed towards him drama's exclusively. Drama is drama, mm-hmm. and it usually does not end well for for both parties. He's so. going to have to deal with stuff. Yeah, he's got some. And stuff I don't to know if Joe's going to have to deal with stuff. Joe doesn't ruffle feathers the way Nate apparently does. No, he doesn't. No. Let's go to the mailbag. Last week's question was in light of the news that there's never going to be a week of our lives where a bachelor is not airing of some sort. 773-234-7794. We've got a lot. So sit back and enjoy. Thank you to everyone who texted in. This is from Margaret. This is too much bachelor. I sat Katie season out and also most of the male lead seasons because they were boring to me. I feel like these quick turnarounds are messing with the quality of the leads. Obvi Michelle is great, but the producers don't have time to judge audience reaction anymore. So I feel like we're going to get who they think is good rather than the person who we all get invested in. Plus, we don't get as long to think about it after the season wraps up. It also keeps people from going on the show for the lead. What with the timing question and all. So besides oversaturating us with Bachelor content, I think the quality of the seasons will suffer as well. Thank you, Margaret. Chelsea from Maryland. 
I want to go back to the normal calendar. One Bachelor, one Paradise, one Bachelorette. I miss being excited about the show. All these seasons make it less special. Thank you, Chelsea. 859 area code. What about Senior Bachelor? Hey, what about Senior Bachelor? Hey, what bachelor. the fuck about that? Hey. Huh? Hey. You've been teasing that shit for years. What about Senior Bachelor? Is basically that text. What about that? <laughs> That's what I'm hoping for in 2022. I'd also be there for a Blake season full stop. Thank you, 859. What about the Senior Bachelor? Good, hey, good question. Uh, Paramount Plus or something? Disney Plus? Some I shit? bet it is. I bet it's on Disney Plus. No, or I bet it never happens is what it is. You don't is. think it'll ever happen? Come they've on, te- man. They've been What's teasing taking it so long? What is taking so long? They've been teasing it for so long. This is from Alex from New York. I am a there is no such thing as too much Bachelor person. I started law school this year, and the consistency of the show and podcast is one of the few things keeping me sane. It's nice having a recurring set-aside time to just relax and have fun watching the craziness. But I'm worried the constant content is going to force the show to get canceled too soon because most people are getting burnt out from the content. Thank you, Alex. You just risk burnout from your audience. Zeke from Missouri. As someone who just started a Bachelor Recap podcast with his wife and is already feeling like it was a lot to bite off, nonstop Bachelor news definitely sounds like too much. Nonstop Bachelor shows, pardon me. This initially made sense since there was an extra Bachelorette season this year and having another Bachelor season would balance it out. But if they have five seasons in a year, I'm not sure I'll be able to watch it all. Thank you, Zeke. Hey, Ellie from Hudson, Ohio. I come from a country, Puerto Rico, that is huge on telenovelas, soap operas. They usually air every day, Monday till Friday, and can last over a year. So if you can tell me that I I can watch one of my favorite shows almost once every week, a show that lets me escape reality and decompress for a little bit, fuck yeah. Although, my main concern would be that if they can maintain the quality of production and the people they choose to be on the show by having to work continuously. Thank you, Hey Ellie. These are good contrasting opinions. Here's another similar one. Here's another similar one. In terms I'm nodding of, my head on everything that's being said. <laughs> I don't even know where I sit anymore. Mark from Gurney, Illinois. You mentioned that all shows have seasons and breaks, but you missed a very important example, professional wrestling. Oh. No breaks, and there are still people who can't get enough. So much so that things like WWE Network exist so, so you, where you can watch content 24-7. Maybe the Bachelor franchise is moving in that direction of just having nonstop content that you watch forever. Thank you, Mark. I will say two things. Number one, they should have an off-season. Individual wrestlers should get off seasons, in my opinion. And number two, that's uh, there's so many varying stories. It's not nearly as formulaic. The flagship shows are incredibly formulaic. As good as the season is, it's not that much different than seasons we've seen before. Drama-wise and pacing-wise and all of that. But also, I take long breaks from wrestling every year. Months at a time. I'm currently in one, in fact. Yeah. Where I'm not paying attention, and then well, I'll Mark pick is back saying up. There, there are people who are. Oh, yeah, there are for sure. There are. There's a. There's an audience, and I'm not that for wrestling. I'm not or that bachelor. for wrestling or bachelor. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not sure where I'm at for bachelor. Not I'm not sure. Be honest. Be honest. I'm really not. You can't I don't know. do it. You can't do. You can't do fifty weeks. Well, if I wasn't podcasting about it, though, if I could just watch it. Yeah, I see what you're saying, and not then record a podcast about it. I don't know where I'd sit. I could maybe watch two hours a, a week of something and not have to record something and do all the other stuff. That's really where the break comes from. Unfortunately, for me. that's where we find ourselves. <laughs> that's, that's, that's where the break's needed ourselves. for me, I think. Yeah. I think. But I, th- I, I think there's something to be said. I don't know who said it about the leads. 
Like, we're not going to be invested in Clayton. No. I think there's a lot that comes from being invested from their previous story Mm -hmm. that we're going to be missing when you have these back-to-back seasons like this because they don't have time to find out who we want. Not that they always pick who we want, but it's at least someone someone wants, usually. Nobody wanted Clayton when they picked him, and they don't know. You know who he was. What if his story is just a dud and nobody gives a shit about it? And then we have to go into this next season, and then we take it off. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I was in my mind. 571 area code. This pandemic series of nonstop shows is overkill. The previous model worked with just fine. One batch, one bachelorette, and one paradise per year, preferably with some breathing room between seasons. Being a lead made you part of an exclusive club, and that club has been letting in some randos lately. <laughs> 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 Some absolute randos. Hey, are you? Yeah, yeah. Come on in. <laughs> this is from Nicola in London. I would rather see more spin-off formats with old contestants than flagship shows. The flagship shows get so formulaic, especially in the bubble. That has been tiresome. Also, I feel this way. The contestants don't get much chance before they're gone. and We have 30 new to connect with. That being said, would happily have BN content all year round. We never got summer or winter games in UK, so maybe something like that will be fun. Or Long Paradise, which is obviously the goat of all the shows. Thanks, Nicola. 918 area code. I feel like ABC is shoving as much content down our throats as possible to rebrand and distract after the recent chaos in the franchise, aka the fallout from Matt James' season, and it's way too much. Personally, I'm a fan of keeping it to one bachelor and one bachelorette, but maybe expanding the timeline of the, the shows, especially Paradise. We already have to suspend reality for the flagship shows and believe that couples who have known each other for six weeks should get engaged. But the two weeks in paradise is borderline absurd. I think we should have, I think they should have more time to develop these relationships and make them seem believable. Maybe giving out more one-on-one date opportunities or group activities like the paradise prom. Also having four leads every year means there will be way too many potential people for paradise and and some fan favorites will be missed. Thank you. 918. This is Emily from Iowa who we joked about was giving away spoilered information <laughs> last week. Question your follow- integrity. In fact, a, qu- a quick follow up. <laughs> That's questioning integrity. True. A quick follow up. <laughs> but we were obviously joking. A quick follow up from my previous Jerry mailbag Rad. response in honor of this week's poem segment. I was accused of writing in with a spoil. Boy, did that make my blood boil? <laughs> I'm nothing close to reality. Steve. People who read spoilers are my biggest pet peeve. Oh. I promise I'm here for the right reasons. I've been listening to you guys four or five seasons. I'm a loyal Rosecast fan. So please, I beg of you, do not ban. I'll always be a listener. <laughs> Rosecast for life. Now let's hope Michelle becomes a wife. Wow. Thank you, Emily. What's next week's question? Abby? Thank you for all the, the variety of paint. Obviously, most people are not too thrilled with this, but there were some decent yeah, there's both ways. comparisons yeah, and justifications for ways. the opposite yeah uh i want to know how michelle's doing we're about halfway through what do you think about michelle so far i've been seeing some different praise probably i don't think so been Ooh. seeing some stuff been seeing some stuff on the facebook group 773-234-7794 what do you think of michelle how's she doing how's she doing think she's gonna find love <laughs> you think What's maybe her behavior, her behavior might be a little different when she gets home? Oh, Minneapolis coming up already. Ah, do you have a headline of the week, AB? Yeah, I got two. Uh, there was one on from Women's Health. Uh, Tasia Adams, Matt James, and more Bachelor Nation faves just ran the 2021 NYC Marathon. Here's how they did. Uh, good article that I read. 
um, about them. There was a laundry list of Bachelor and Bachelorette people that ran the marathon um, and had all their times. The best time of all of them was Dr. Joe, who smoked Bachelor Nation. No kidding. Yeah, Dr. Joe. He ran in like three hours and a half. Uh, let me find it. Yeah, it was fast as hell. It was uh, 321. Everyone else was in the fours or fives. Wow. Uh, like Peter Peter did it. You had a bunch of big names in here. Uh, really? Tyler, Peter, Tyler, Matt. Uh, Tasha. Tasha. And Zach did it. Zach did it. Zach apparently has ran eight marathons. That's just, he's the marathon guy apparently. So All these people do marathons. All these people just run marathons. I had no clue. <laughs> but it's got all their times and all that stuff in there. Uh, and Dr. Joe was the winner of all of them. So, Wow. All right. And then I had one more. Uh, I posted this on Twitter as well. The challenge, why Johnny Bananas should be the next lead of The Bachelor by Screen Rant. Um, this is a, I think this post was directly made for me. For, and You've for talked my about headlines this multiple times. I've yeah. said it before. I'll say it again. Johnny Bananas would be a great lead. He's, he'd be like, he'd be like Blake Moynes, but on steroids. He's the exact same type of <laughs> cornball. And he's polished. You think been on Blake's for 20 polished? Years. <laughs> this man's been on reality TV and hosting stuff for years. Decades. He should, he should host his season where he's the lead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Bill Russell. You want to get me invested into this double Bachelor season? Yeah, that'll do it. Cast Johnny Bananas. <laughs> Good headlines of the week. Uh, Rose you. League scoring update. Oh, I haven't even checked where I did. How, how I did pull it up. I got 151 points, which is good for 619th out of 824. So I got 175 points. I'm in 338th this week, and I am still hovering. I'm within striking distance. I'm at 150 for the season. Oh, that sounds like you've fallen behind some people who haven't cheated. Uh, no. <laughs> They're cheating. <laughs> More cheaters we, came through. We had a fifth or 14 person tie this week for the winning score. So I'm going to do a quick picking a winner randomly. Congratulations to all 15. The winner of this week's sticker is Team Dominique. Dominique, send us a message. Pick a sticker. Congratulations. Job, Dominique. Uh, quick, AB's DFS rim. Uh, yes. If you're not picking Nate in your in your lineups, you're a fool. He's blowing away the competition in average. He's up. He's he's at 38 points per episode rim. You understand that? The next highest is Rick at 30, and then Rodney at 22. I mean, yeah. Nate's like having a player Nate, and a half. Yeah, he's Shohei. If Otani. you're not picking Nate, you're crazy. It's the safest pick of the season. Everybody else down in the team. That's been AB's DFS. Leroy is the lowest average. I'll just piggyback on this conversation. Leroy <laughs> is the lowest <laughs> remaining average point scorer with 10.3. The yeah. second lowest is Clayton. The bachelor. Pick it up, dude. There's going to be a moment. He's going to have some moment. There's something he did in this season that the producer have said, to out wow, of a burning car or something. this is the most safe person to cast before the season's over because this happened to him. And it's an obvious bachelor pick. Something's going to happen. We know that. We'll see. Yeah. All right. That'll do it this week. Mm -hmm. Off to Minneapolis next week. 
Can't wait. Going to the Midwest. Thanks for listening. Talk to you later. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at moonpig.com. Moonpig.com.